Sup guys, this is Joe Blair, host of the Sports Gamble Ramble. I want to take a few seconds here to tell you guys about the Anchor app by Spotify. It is the app that I use to record and promote all of these episodes that you guys have been listening to. It's super easy to use. It's free to download. It uh, gives you the ability to edit and launch your podcast right from your phone or computer. Um, ton of upside to this, super user friendly, uh, and also gives you the ability to monetize your podcast and record nifty little ad reads like this so you know if you're ever interested in starting your own podcast or know anyone that is uh download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and thank you for listening all right here we are SGR number 36, let's get this shit over with. We're talking about the Houston Texans. As you guys can tell at this point in the offseason, I'm pretty low on Houston. Everybody's low on Houston. They're kind of a dumpster fire right now. Um, look, I'm just going to you know, address the elephant in the room. I don't know what the fuck is happening with Deshaun Watson. My least favorite thing to talk about in um, you know, sports podcasting and all this shit that we're doing here is the legal side when athletes get into trouble talking about suspensions and federal, you know, criminal investigations. I'm not going to talk about the Deshaun Watson stuff, okay? So the best option for me in this episode is to just assume that Deshaun Watson is not playing football this year and that Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starting quarterback for the Texans the entire season. So that's how I'm going to approach this. That's what the episode's going to be on. That's pretty much the end of me talking about Deshaun Watson, okay? So let's talk about the dumpster fire that is the Houston Texans right now. They went 4-12 and last year um, with Deshaun, so that shows you how bad this roster is. Uh, third place in the AFC South just because the Jags were more pathetic. No playoffs, 14th seed in the AFC. Number three overall pick, but they didn't have the pick uh, because they traded their first rounder to Miami for left tackle Laramie Tunsil a few years ago. So Miami got their third overall pick. Uh, this roster actually, this team didn't have a draft pick until the third round, and they wasted that one. So we'll talk about that later. Um, but this team sucks. Offense was 19th last year with D.Y., uh, 24 points per game, 13th in yards per game, 375. They actually got some production out of Brandon Cooks and David Johnson last year. Uh, the tight end was streamable, Darren Fells. Um, but you know, this is a team, uh, they lose Randall Cobb, you know, they lose Will Fuller. Um, D hop is not there anymore. So this offense is going to look a lot different. Uh, defensively, they were bottom five, 27th in points per game, giving up 29 a game, 30th in yards per game, 417. One of the worst, if not the worst secondaries in the entire NFL, not good. This team was minus nine in turnover margin. That's 28th in the league. Yeah, you guys tell where this episode's going yet? Let's talk about the coaching. Um, Bill O'Brien, honestly, Bill O'Brien didn't deserve all the shit that he got as far as being a coach because I thought he was a decent coach, nothing special. But the the place where Bill O'Brien fucked up was as a general manager. This team gave him too much power. He shouldn't have been in charge of personnel. Uh, he's probably the worst GM I've ever seen in the NFL, and I've already shared my thoughts on Howie Roseman, so you guys know what a statement that is. Um, but this team now, new head coach David Culley, he's a former Baltimore Ravens assistant head coach and offensive staff member from 2019 to 2020. He's been in the NFL, uh, you know, for a number of years, but never anything more than an assistant head coach. Um, 
you know, I don't know much about him. I do know that he is, I think, the oldest first-time head coach in NFL history. Um, and I will talk about this briefly. There is um, kind of a succession plan rumor going around that David Culley is just kind of a uh, – uh, placeholder for this organization. You know, nobody wanted this head coaching job. They were the last team to hire a head coach. They had trouble getting guys in, in for interviews um, because they know that this team will not have Deshaun and they are gutted uh, from a roster standpoint. So David Culley's kind of the sacrificial lamb, but uh, Josh McCown is a name that I want to pull up. A veteran journeyman backup in the NFL um, finished his career in Houston as a backup after his time in Philly. And he's a guy that has been a high school football coach um, at his son's team. Um, he also has done an incredible job in the past as a backup quarterback, coaching up his, um, you know, the starting QB or the receivers on the team. Uh, Amazon Prime does a show every year where they document a, a football, uh, NFL team throughout the season. And they, they did the Eagles in, I think, 2019. Um, and that was the season where we didn't have any receivers, but Carson Wentz was kind of carrying the team. We finished nine and seven and made the playoffs to lose to the Seahawks. And Josh McCown was our backup that season. And the footage and behind the scenes stuff that I watched on that uh, Amazon series really showed me a lot as far as how much um, Josh McCown was involved in from a coaching standpoint on that team. He was really a very integral part of our offensive coaching staff and game plan, you know, helping Carson Wentz get on the same page with all the hodgepodge, no name receivers that we had playing for us this, that year, you know, Greg Ward, Deontay Burnett, um, you know, guys that I can't even remember at this point playing for that team. Uh, so Josh McCown was really a great coach you know, in that situation, he's got coaching experience at high school. And so the reason I'm talking about him here as we talk about the coaching situation for Houston is that it's been rumored that McCown could be added to David Culley's staff and be groomed to eventually take over for David Culley once this team goes through a few years of losing, rebuilding, um, you know, they can get some draft capital back and start rebuilding this franchise they don't want to put Josh McCown out there right now when they know they're not going to win for another three years. So David Culley's just kind of going to kind of keep him under his wing and, and move him along until McCown's ready to take over this team when they're ready to be competitive again. It's just a rumor. It's not locked and loaded, but it'd be a pretty cool thing to see. I think McCown deserves that opportunity at some point, given what I've seen um, as him being a coach in his backup QB roles. So enough about that situation. Real quick, the offensive coordinator for this team is Tim Kelly. He's been on the Texans staff um, since 2014. And the defensive coordinator is Lovey Smith. You guys know him as the former head coach of the Chicago Bears. Um, so that's Lovey. I think he was a head coach in Tampa as well at one point. Um, let's talk about the offseason moves with personnel. A lot of names here. A lot of names to go through. Biggest loss, uh, future Hall of Famer J.J. Watt. He signed with the Cardinals. That's obviously a massive turning point for this organization, losing J.J. Uh, wide receiver Will Fuller signed with the Dolphins. Wide receiver Randall Cobb went back to Green Bay. Um, wide receiver Chad Hansen's also gone. So a lot of uh, turnover in the receiving core. Center Nick Martin, defensive end Carlos Watkins, tight end Darren Fells, linebacker Brennan Scarlett. Um, offensive guard Zach Fulton, punter Brian Anger, and outside linebacker Tyrell Adams. They are all gone. All of them. 
Um, let's talk about the guys that they brought in. So we know that the tie or the uh, Deshaun Watson situation leaves them potentially without a QB this year. They brought in Tyrod Taylor as kind of the sacrificial lamb this year. Uh, one of the best veterans that they could get, I guess, a guy that still wants to start in the NFL and doesn't care what team he plays for. So good luck, Tyrod. You're kind of getting thrown to the wolves this year. And then, dude, they brought in so many fucking names here. So I'm going to rattle them off. But Philip Lindsay and Mark Ingram at running back. Also Rex Burkhead at running back. And then Kevin Pierre-Lewis at linebacker. Cornerback Terrence Marshall. Outside linebacker Jordan Jenkins. Middle linebacker Christian Kirksey, uh, wide receiver Chris Conley, cornerback Desmond King, offensive guard Justin McCray, wide receiver Andre Roberts, uh, former Eagles linebacker Kamu Grugier-Hill, free safety Terrace Brooks, defensive end Demarcus Walker, and defensive tackle Vincent Taylor. So I'm just going through that quick. I'm not giving you guys any breakdown on those names because you don't recognize half of them, right? We'll talk about the running backs that they brought in the fantasy breakdown, but let's just keep moving forward with this. They re-signed tight end Pharaoh Brown and offensive tackle Roderick Johnson. More guys that we haven't heard of. Um, the draft, like I said, didn't have a top, uh, didn't have a first round pick, didn't have a second round pick. Their first pick in the third round, they wasted. Quarterback Davis Mills. Now, this is not an indictment on Davis Mills, but look, I've outlined how much of a dumpster fire this Texans organization is. They're going to have a top five draft pick next year, so they'll be in a position to draft a quarterback if Deshaun Watson ends up leaving or gets traded or, or goes to jail or whatever, whatever. So if this team needs a QB next year, they can draft one because they'll in be they'll be in position to do so. And they'll have a bridge QB with Tyrod Taylor. So why are you spending a third round pick on some schmuck out of SMU or wherever fucking Davis Mills went? He's never he's not your franchise QB. You, you can get a better QB in the first round next year. So why would you waste this pick on a backup QB for one year? That's not going to turn into your star. It, it makes no sense. This is not how you build a football team. Wide receiver Nico Collins uh, in the third round. You know, I'm hearing good things about him. I guess he's pretty big, uh, but, you know, whatever. I'm just, you know, I'm running through this shit, guys. It's the fucking Texans. Round five tight end, Brevin Jordan. Round five linebacker, Garrett Wallow. So that's the draft. Strength of schedule tied for 15th. Um, doesn't matter what the schedule looks like. This team's going to be bad. Uh, win totals over under four and a half. It's the lowest in the league. I already bet the Lions to go under five wins. I kind of like this too, but I don't like the odds as much. Um, the under is minus 185 to go under four and a half. The over is plus 155. I definitely take the under. I've said it a million times this summer. I think the Lions and the Texans battle it out for that number one pick this year. It's a pretty clear one-two punch there at the bottom of the league. There's some other pretty bad teams too, but I think these two are in particularly bad shapes with the coaching staff, the quarterback situation, the lack of talent on the roster. So let's breeze through these futures as fast as we possibly can and laugh at these fucking long shot odds. Divisional odds plus 2,700. Conference odds plus 14,500. So plus 145. 
145 to one are the odds. It's hard, it's hard reading these numbers because they're so big at this point. So, okay, division 27 to one, conference 145 to one to win the AFC. And if you think this Houston Texans team is going to win the Super Bowl, fucking run to the window because it's 275 to one. You can put $1 down, and if they win the Super Bowl, you win $275. So go ahead and put a fucking grand on it and become a millionaire if that's what you want to do here. Um, playoffs, yes, plus 1,100, no, minus 2,000. Look, you're never betting minus 2,000, but if you want free money, go ahead. This team's not making the playoffs. There's literally no chance. Literally no chance this team makes the playoffs. So you're not betting that. Whatever. Let's get through this. Let's make this the shortest episode that we do, okay? So for fantasy, you're not looking at too many options here. Watson is being drafted in the 12th round because people think he might play. I'm not spending a draft pick on a guy that could be in prison in a few months. Uh, so Tyrod Taylor's not being drafted. He shouldn't be. This team isn't good enough to support much fantasy value. The running back situation, we've got Philip Lindsay, David Johnson, and Mark Ingram. David Johnson's being drafted ninth round. Philip Lindsay, 13th round. Mark Ingram, undrafted 21st round of deep leagues. I like Lindsay as the guy that's going to be more beneficial to your team. You can get him four rounds later. So if you have to take a shot on one of these guys, it's Lindsay. But it looks like it's going to be a running back by committee. I don't really like this situation. The Texans are going to suck. They're not going to be winning many games. They're going to have negative game scripts, which means they're not going to be able to run in the second half. So super sloppy situation, not really looking to target any of these guys. If I do want one guy from this Texans team on my roster, it is Brandon Cooks. He's going at the end of the eighth round, early ninth round. And I think he does, you know, uh, represent some sort of value. He actually had a decent season last year. People have been writing him off because of his concussions, but when he's healthy, he's explosive. Um, you know, he's the only real legitimate NFL receiver on this team, and they're going to be losing games, so they're going to have to throw. Yeah, Cooks could be a guy. If you want to take your shot on him in the ninth fucking round, go for it. You know, it's safe. It's relatively safe. If you can get Cooks as like your wide receiver four, it's really, it's probably a pretty decent value, actually. I'm getting more optimistic about it as we talk. So that's like, hey, we found a something to be optimistic about with Houston. Good. Brandon Cooks, yay. The rest of the receiving situation is just a mess. You're not drafting any of these guys. None of these guys are being drafted in fantasy. But there are several names, and I have no clue where they're going to finish on the depth chart. So I'm just going to give you all the names, and you guys can sort this shit out because I don't feel like doing it. Chris Conley, Kiki QT, Nico Collins, Alex Erickson, and Anthony Miller. Figure it out. Have fun. Uh, tight end, Jordan Atkins. Um, Darren Fells left. Darren Fells was a guy that was streamable for fantasy at times, but it was really because of the touchdown opportunity with Deshaun Watson getting him into the red zone. You know, Jordan Akins isn't a guy that's being drafted this year, and I won't be drafting him. Uh, listen to my tight ends, the target episode. You can get about half of the league's uh, fantasy relevant tight ends in double digit rounds this year. So I'm fucking done with that. 14 minutes on the Texans. I've got enough energy left. I might even crank out the Jags today because we might be able to do that one in 15 minutes too. And then we'll go ahead and wrap this shit up with the NFC South. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed that bold predictions episode because that really um, is a lot better than this shit that we're doing with the uh, AFC South. So um, thanks again. Uh, good luck in your drafts if you're drafting this weekend and ramble on.